0: Welcome to the Well Well Podcast. We are your hosts, Kelly Steckler and Bailey Amper.
1: We are here to expand the conversation around spirituality, self-development, and holistic healing through weekly conversations with each other and some of the most compelling leaders in the industry.
0: It is our intention to bridge the gap between the depths of spirituality and those who are looking to dive a little bit deeper within themselves. May this journey together guide you further into trusting your own inner compass as the guiding light. Tune in every Tuesday morning for
1: your weekly dose of insight, inspiration, and inquiry into the deeper aspects
0: of yourself and the greater world around you. Our healing journey is not meant to be walked alone. So if you're ready, let's go ahead and dive in. welcome back everybody welcome to the well well got your hosts here bailey and kelly's with us and we're just gonna dive right in taking a moment to set an intention for today's episode and my intention for us today is that we all walk away from today's episode feeling more connected to our intuition understanding what that means understanding tools to utilize to connect to this guiding voice within us and feeling confident to start practicing and flexing that muscle of learning to trust our intuition. And so just rounding out this intention with one inhale together, inhaling, opening our hearts and exhaling with a sigh. All right, we're back at it. Hey, Kelly, how you doing today?
1: Hi. Oh, wow. I always love your intentions, but that one just felt so good. And I also felt just set the scene very beautifully for our interest in today's topic, which is all about intuition and all of the questions that surround it. I feel like it can be such an elusive topic for a lot of people, myself included. And so It's really fun to unpack, and I'm so excited to chat with you about it more today.
0: Me too. I feel like it's one of those things that's kind of all the hype, you know, (laughs) in this new age spirituality world. And um, there are so many different terms that are floating around that can feel really, like you said, elusive. And it's kind of like, okay, how do we actually understand what this is and how to use it? And Yeah. So we're just like getting down to the basics around what is intuition? Why is it something that feels kind of blocked for some of us? And how can we move past that and really understand how to work with this as a tool for us to guide us through life?
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'm curious. So, well, first I will say that I was chuckling earlier today, just thinking about any notes that i wanted to touch on today or any things that i wanted to hit on regarding intuition and i was thinking to myself i was like i've actually never looked up the proper definition of intuition and i feel like there's a reason for that is because i feel like it's less about the definition and more about how you embody it and it makes you feel because for me i've never truly if i'm being all in like totally honest I've never known the true exact definition of what intuition is if you were to like look it up in the dictionary, but it's rather, I know how it feels. And so I'm curious for you what intuition means for you and when you first encountered like understanding your intuition or connected with your intuition.
0: Gosh, yeah. (laughs) I love that perspective. Did you look it up?
1: I did. And then I read the definition. I was like, this feels like very boxed in. So I ignored it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to go back to, uh, I don't know,
0: to how I feel. Yeah, absolutely. Which I think is the definition of intuition. It's funny, as you were just saying that, I was like, wow, I got to look it up right now. And what it says is the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning, and mm-hmm. <laughs> which I kind of actually really love. Um, I mean, it sounds a little bit more boring than maybe how I would want to word it, but it is this ability to just get it, to just like, to have this knowing that we just can't fully explain, um, you know, without conscious reasoning, it's like, wow, why do I feel like I need to connect with that person over there? I have no idea. There's no like real, evidence that I need to go and connect with this person, but there's just this feeling and this knowing that's just like pulling me towards this person. Or, you know, our intuition can guide us in a million and a half different ways, an infinite number of ways. So that's just one example of like our intuition guiding us towards a certain person or, but you know, it is this thing, it feels like a, it feels like a, something's like drawing me toward like there's like a pull towards something or a push you away feel from it physically what's that yeah. yeah do you
1: like actually feel it on a physical level i think if
0: i actually am really tuned into my body absolutely you know because here's one example so this was actually the beginning of me understanding what my intuition was and this is a we're just jumping off the gate here with this one <laughs> um this was a couple years ago when i'd started teaching yoga and I was first teaching like, community classes and there was this man who was walking into the yoga class and I saw him from like 100, 250 feet away. And immediately I felt had bad feelings, just kind of like weird energy, you know? And there was no way of explaining it. It wasn't like, you know, it's just kind of one of those things that we can feel if we're really listening. And the thing is, is at that time, I wasn't really able to listen and trust that feeling. It's like, I knew that, oh, I felt like, ooh, weird energy towards this man. But I didn't give myself the space to really listen and trust that. And if I think about how I knew that I had that feeling, if I look at what that does in my body, we can feel if our body is like constricting or opening And I think that in this example, you know, this was my intuition saying like, okay, there's something off about this guy. And there's kind of like a whole story following that of, you know, me not trusting my intuition and it leading me into a pretty dodgy experience um, that led to kind of the awakening of me understanding my intuition and learning how to trust it and and there's kind of a lot there, but essentially like the feeling in my body, I was a hundred to 200 feet away from this man and I could feel in my physical body. It's like, Ooh, maybe a tightness in the chest, um, maybe like a tightness in the throat or unnerving feeling in my belly. You know, if like, if you think Mm. about like, getting butterflies kind of the opposite of that where it's like, Ooh, like gotta stay away. And I feel like we've all kind of had that feeling, whether we've listened to it and, and given ourselves permission to trust it, I think is a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, I definitely think it's something that we can feel in our bodies if we are quiet enough in our minds and are just like listening to our bodies. And it kind of brings me, you know, I I would like to get into that story a little bit more later on, but would love to touch on the pieces of like why this is something that we're having to awaken within ourselves. Because I have the belief that we are born with this guiding force inside of us that we are just kind of like taught to shut down in very subtle ways, just to like be polite or to behave and be just like a proper member of society (laughs) and it has us shut down this voice. And so I would love to kind of start us off there. You know, what's, what's your take on that? Like, do you feel like we all have this from birth and how do you relate to that?
1: I 100% believe that. I think if you asked me a few years ago, I would have been a bit more unsure Mm -hmm. in that. Now that I am going through this unraveling process. I feel like I'm constantly unraveling and then stitching myself back together and unraveling and doing all over again. And it's been really, really eye-opening in all honesty of understanding these different layers and facets of myself. But knowing what I do know now, I do think that we are all born with an internal knowing. And yet, over the years, through conditioning from parents or society friends family career all of these external forces are telling us who to be how to act how to behave how to belong really like ultimately in my opinion comes to a desire to belong like we are social creatures we all want to fit into our tribe and so we're taking these cues from all of these different areas externally outside ourselves of how how do we ultimately belong? How do we ultimately receive love at the end of the day? And then fitting ourselves into these areas. And I think, ultimately, over time, that leads us to not trust ourselves, or not dig internally for the truth, or not use our intuition for that guiding voice, or source, or, you know, what, what have you. And so, I think with that, over the years, a lot of people become really disconnected to their intuition and not even know that they had it. Like, I didn't believe that I had it. I thought intuition was reserved for highly spiritual people, which I did not consider myself Mm -hmm. to be. And so I never really resonated with the word. Like, I definitely felt like it was a very new age, free floating term that, again, felt very elusive, very unreachable. And not, I didn't feel like I was someone that could achieve even understanding what that felt like or what that meant, in all honesty, like up until maybe a year and a half or two years ago. Mm -hmm. And so I very much resonate with what you're saying because I was the type of person, and I think a lot of people are, who took cues from external forces to figure out what to do. And I think it's led me to a life of, you know, I would say objectively, I have a very, very good and privileged life and where I am objectively happy. Like I am in in a relationship that I love. I'm in a city that's exciting and I'm exploring. But do I ultimately think that I started this life on like my own path following my intuitive voice? Absolutely not. I, I took a job in tech because my dad taught me that it was important to go into a stable career. And so, you know, that's just one example. But like I, I built a lot of my life on these external forces and these external voices that told me what it meant to be ultimately successful or to fit in or to survive, to be okay, all of these things. And over the past few years, I've started to unravel that through trying to connect with my intuition, which has been such a journey over the past two years. And I'm happy to talk more about it. But yeah, absolutely. I do think that it's something that to bring it back, we're all born with. And a lot of us, unfortunately, lose it along the way. And I think that it's part of, you know, one's journey to try and strip all of the bullshit back, honestly, of like what's been put on us by other people or other things and really try to uncover like what is divinely true for us. So, I'm curious for you if if you've had a similar experience or how you interpret
0: that. Yeah. I've totally had a similar experience and thank you for sharing that. I think that example of like, you know, my dad said that in order to be successful and have a stable career, I need to do blank blank and blank. And so we go and do that as opposed to say that you're, you know, this like 17 18 year old who's like finishing high school and say that this is actually a person who's really connected to their intuition, their intuition might say something totally different from what society says. It might say, wow, I need to take a year off and really understand who I am before I go trying to make any decisions and invest, you know, thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars into an education that I'm not totally sure if that's exactly really what I want to flow into next. So that, you know, if it's definitely something that, I think it's buried down from society, um, and I think you're right. I think it is the space of belonging and, and kind of just needing to fit the mold out of society. And I want to take out the any blame out of any part of this equation because when we can look at it objectively, like our parents are really like pouring from a place of love and trying to have us have a better life than they had. That's essentially mm-hmm. like what the whole journey is all about. And so they come from this space of saying, I want you to be successful. So go and do this or, you know, that kind of a thing. But wow, how powerful is it to parent from a space of like, I'm going to teach this little child that they have all the wisdom that they need inside of them and just see where that guides them. Like, wow, oh that gosh. is just amazing. <laughs> Um, and I think that we're kind of getting to that place in society, but I wanted to talk about, um, another example of what it looks like to push down our intuition or block our intuition and in kind of like a, a way that's just like a standardized in society. And I think that it's like, you know, say there's a little kid who just meets the parents friends and they're like, okay, little Susie. Go give Johnny a hug now. It's time to go give Johnny a hug. And if little Susie's like, like, yo, that doesn't feel uncomfortable. And the mom's like, come on, it's polite. We gotta be Mm -hmm. polite. Like, go hug this random man you just met, even though you're feeling uncomfortable. Ignore your body. Ignore your intuition and do what a good girl does. Like, that to me is like, this is really yeah intense to kind of like put on in a child system of like how we are meant to shut down our bodies mm-hmm. shut down our intuition and just do what we think is right to please other people and i think it's just like totally catastrophic um and so yeah it, it's appealing back um, it's a peeling back of layers and I don't think anybody's ever been teaching these things out of any ill intention. Like Susie's mom is not like, yeah, I'm just going to like turn my daughter into a people pleaser and like, <laughs> you know, it's all out of love and yeah, she's just teaching what she thinks she needs to do. But at the end of the day, when we can really step back and look at how impactful these things are, it's pretty revolutionary.
1: It really is. It really is. And I actually love that example. I don't know, because this feels very fitting. I don't know. Have you seen The Alpinist um, on Netflix? No. It's this documentary of this Canadian. His name is uh, Marc-Andre. I think it's LeClaire, I think is the proper pronunciation. But it's this younger guy who sets out and does all of these free climbs, um, these like free solo climbs on all of these insane mountains and peaks across the world in like insane, icy, snowy conditions. And in this documentary, they brought on his mom and they were asking her how she felt about her son doing something that was so endangering to his own life because i think a lot of people would so naturally look at that and be like he's so crazy like why would you ever do something like that it's so dangerous you could die all of these things i don't remember verbatim what she said but i remember the feeling that she left me with which is she seemed so unconditionally supportive of her son for living his truth and following his own intuitive voice of what it means to live a full life full of passion and excitement to do what he does mm. for, for a living. And that to him is climbing. And so I was watching that in disbelief because I think it was a moment where I was just sitting there watching this interview happen. And on one end, I, I felt like I sided with some people and thinking like, wow, what a really risky thing to do for your own safety and life. But I'm also like, How courageous is it for someone to feel so aligned with the life that they want to live that regardless of how it ends, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. And like he is living a life that a lot of people don't get to live, which is living fully aligned with their intuition of a life that feels true and grounded and in something that they actually love. And it was just such a a pure moment of what you can see happen when like a parent is fully in support of a child's passions or dreams because it started from a very young age. And to your point, I think that for the most part, a lot of it is unintentional on the parents' part, right? Like we're all just kind of recycling generations and generations of what we've learned from, from the past. And so oftentimes our parents are raising us the way their parents raise them and so I don't I don't think a lot of it is intentional by any means but wow what a difference it is to see a parent like being so supportive and open to their child doing something that feels what they're meant to do on this earth you know and I feel like that's a rare thing especially in in a in a line of work so to speak that is life endangering and I don't want to give away the end of the story but It was just such a powerful scene to watch and highly recommend it to anyone because it just is such a beautiful perspective on like how to view someone who's living in their worth, even if you may not fully align with it. It doesn't matter.
0: Mm. Wow. Absolutely. And I think that actually might be the greatest gift that we can give to our parents. And it seems like. You know, in a lot of cases, parents might feel like, oh, I need to kind of guide them in this way so that they feel a sense of safety and security. But when parents actually see their children letting their intuition guide them into a life that's like way more fulfilling than anything that they've ever experienced themselves, I think they kind of get it, you know? Like I think that in some ways my parents might have chosen a a different life for me if if it was up to them years ago. And yeah, now they see that I'm guided by something bigger. And I think that fulfills them more than anything else. And there's one last piece I wanted to touch on around, um, this like little Susie example. And it's that, you know, when I was going on this journey of like first discovering that I wasn't listening to my intuition, Starting with that man that I saw that day at the yoga class, it took me on a whole journey of really starting to understand my intuition. And when I was on this process, I remember listening to an Oprah podcast that was talking about how important it is for us to get connected to this muscle. Um, And I talk about it like a muscle because I think it's something that requires practice and um, really requires building... The capacity to hear our intuition and hear this guiding voice. And then also requires practice in learning to listen to it and learning to trust it. But as I was kind of like starting to unpack that and listened to this one Oprah podcast, she talked about how much those little experiences shift every experience that we have later on in life. Say that it's this little moment with this child and they're taught to not listen to their intuition in that moment, then, you know, I think what had happened was that she was looking at survivors of domestic abuse, survivors of rape. And what she found is that most of these cases were women who saw the perpetrator and had this intuitive feeling and didn't listen to it and still felt the need to be polite men who would come up to them and be like, Hey, excuse me, ma'am. Can you blah, blah, blah. And the woman instantly in hindsight, looking back knew this doesn't feel safe in my body, but shut that down because she felt like she needed to be a good person or she felt like she needed to be polite and kind of like the journey that that led these women into and just like hearing their reflections about it was so powerful And just like such a testament to the strength of this voice inside of us that's guiding us, whether it's guiding us to live a life of passion, or if it's guiding us out of a dangerous situation, or if it's guiding us to the coffee shop where we're just bound to meet the next love of our life, you know, like this voice is guiding us in so many different ways. I think it's important to talk about, you know, like for this climber, it's guiding him to follow this life that is so designed for him like that is such a specific dream that this man is meant to live and Mm -hmm. I think that when we just allow ourselves to tune in and and hear what's there guiding us yeah there's always something really powerful on the other side
1: I think that like begs the question I'd love to offer this up to you is what if someone feels like okay they hear okay, yes, listen to the voice or tune in, or again, all of this new age jargon. And at a high level, you're like, okay, listen to the voice or tune in. (laughs) And then you're trying to practice it. And you're like, wait, what does this even mean for me? What voice? (laughs) Right. Like what voice? And I like, that's how I felt like a few years ago. I'm like, okay, like, listen to your inner guiding voice or your inner guiding light. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't know what that is. I don't have that. Right. Like (laughs) I was so, so disconnected and I didn't even know how to get there. Like I just felt so detached from me, myself and I in all capacities that like I was even unclear how to even take that first step. So with that, what do you think? I mean, I know that there's so many ways that people can access their intuition. I would love to get your personal take on it of like, what is getting in touch with your voice, your own inner guiding light or what have you like what
0: does that look like to you how does that happen how does someone make that first small step yeah such a good question I think the first step is just even acknowledging that it's something that we've felt before because I think everybody has felt it to a degree and maybe has not said oh this is my intuition and so just having some context around that word and what it's looked like in their life in the past can be really powerful because I think that we're using our intuition in so many ways before we ever even know what it is. And I think it could just look, you know, take the first step as like, where have I chosen something in life that just felt like it wasn't based on logic, it wasn't based on facts, but it felt, it just felt like the right thing to do. And looking at those little things that we've done in life and you know it might literally just be you know gosh i just i feel this pull to to go to this one grocery store instead of the one that i usually go to like i don't okay i don't really know what that's about but I'm just going to kind of go and then see what happens and then what might happen there is you might run into this friend that you haven't seen in 5 years and then you have this conversation about something that you were just thinking about earlier that day and It might lead to like a job opportunity or like, you know, it's like, it's this little trail of magic that happens when we listen to this voice. And I know that it's still kind of this thing that I haven't fully really unpacked, like what is this voice? But I think that it's, it is really this, it's kind of that nudge that we might feel that we don't really understand why we feel it. And and I think that the first steps to releasing any blockages around it is recognizing when we feel that kind of nudge and then immediately shut it down. And it might be a nudge to reach out to some friend. They might just like pop up in our mind. This also is intuition. Say that somebody just like pops up in your mind and you're like, oh, I feel like I need to reach out to them. And you're like, oh, no, I don't like I haven't talked to them in ages. They probably don't care to hear from me, blah, blah, blah. Whatever that voice is, that's like, no, don't listen to your intuition. Just starting to be aware of that and being like, okay, got it. There's another voice inside of me that is like really trying to shut down this other kind of like guiding voice. So I really like to look at ourselves in in the framework of like parts. Um, there's like a system called internal family systems that does a lot of parts work. And it's like one part of me feels this way and another part of me feels that way. And so recognizing like there's one part of me that feels like this little voice that comes that gives these nudges. And then there's another part, there's another voice that's main job is to shut that down. And so I think just kind of like taking the first step to look at the parts of ourselves that shut down that voice and just being aware. And just having compassion, and it, and I think that you know that voice can go so overlooked because it's seemingly random and pretty quiet. You know, the way that I use my intuition now can look like on any given morning. If I'm going to go walk my dog or take him into nature or something like that, I will literally ask myself. I'll get in my car and just be like, "Okay, like, do I feel called to turn left or right?" And then I'll feel a little bit more of a guiding pull to the left. So then I'll go left. And then I'll kind of like be like, okay, do I feel more of a pull to go to this one trail or go to this other trail and just see which one kind of draws me in more? So I think like the main tool for starting to practice building that muscle of listening to that voice is asking ourselves questions and listening to the response Because sometimes intuition comes out of nowhere. Sometimes it comes out of thin air and it's like, wow, I feel so called to do this thing. But sometimes it comes from us checking in to ask ourselves something. And the way that I started building my intuition is in really, really simple ways. Like, should I eat this or should I eat that? Like, what does my intuition tell me? And it's almost like there's something just like energetically guiding me towards one option a little bit more than the other does that make sense
1: oh yeah like all of it all of it makes so (laughs) much sense like and I know I I also think that like connecting to your intuition I think feels really personal like I think it could again look like so many different things but what you said I feel like is such an amazing I don't know if I want to call it a framework but an amazing guide of asking yourself questions and just waiting to see the answer like I think even a good starting place is like how many times do we actually stop in the middle of the day and ask ourselves a question and then wait for the answer and I'm like not often I'm just go 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 next meeting to next meeting I need to fill up my car with gas I need to make dinner I need to walk the dog like I'm not really pausing and taking the time to actually check in. And I also very much resonate with when you said that these moments may seem so small and insignificant and really, really nothing at all. But if you actually start to pay attention, you will start to see a little thread connecting every little thing together. It's it's almost incredible. And it really is. I feel like you said it's a muscle. It's really when you start to pay attention, when you start to really take the time and work at it, it's something that can grow. And when you do start to be reflective about it, you can actually see it all kind of connect. It's it's insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I was hearing your your story and I was like, wow, this sounds like really spiritually grounded and connected and amazing and I was thinking back to the first time that I was really trying to understand my intuition and I feel like I'm the type of person where I love like a rule book I'm like tell me the rule book tell me how to do it I'll check 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 off the list and like that's just not how it works but at that time I was so desperate to connect deeper with myself that I was trying anything you could think of and they to to be fair, a lot of these have turned into like some of the most wonderful practices, but I didn't know what connecting to my intuition looked like. And I was desperate to find out what that did. So I was trying meditation, but visualization meditation, which was incredibly powerful for me. I was reading tons of books that would help me just get a little bit closer to what that looked like. Um, a couple of my favorites are know your guides by Sonia Choquette and also the knowing by the daughters of Wayne Dyer. Their names are escaping me, but just so incredibly connected books. And I don't know, just kind of like trying all these different like tools and different modalities. I got really into tarot, which is like amazing almost like journal prompts for your brain to tie together a story. And I feel like through leveraging all these tools, that's how I started to get really exploratory. But I think ultimately it leads back to what you were talking about is really like asking the questions, listening, paying attention, and starting to live your life in that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you brought up um, like different tools, because I think tools can be really helpful when we're trying to build that muscle, tarot being one of them for sure. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. utilize tarot as a tool to help me build my intuition and start just like listening in for what wants to come through. And for anybody who's never used tarot before it can seem like this like huge esoteric thing that like we have to really understand on so many different levels before we can even pull one card but in reality what it is now you know the way that I use tarot is like I have a lot of tarot decks at this point and I think like traditionally the point of tarot is to really like look at a card and really start to unpack the symbolism that is there in the card. And it's like, wow, what is, this, what is this photograph really pointing at? And it might be, you know, this man holding 10 big sticks and he's like carrying them over his shoulder and it like looks really heavy. And you're like, you pull this card and you just look at the photo, you look at the painting, the image, and you're like, wow, what is the energy that I feel from this photo? And it might be like, wow, that looks really heavy. That looks really hard. It looks like he's carrying way more than he needs to right now. And it looks like he's kind of overburdening himself and like taking on way more than he needs to. And it's like, boom, that's exactly it. That is exactly what tarot is here to point us at is that maybe if we pull that card, then it's a reflection of what we're experiencing in that moment. And so that's life telling us, you know put some things down and, you know, lighten the workload a little bit. And, and it's really cool because tarot, for example, is like a conversation. So say that I was in that position where I pulled one card and it, and it was a picture of a man carrying 10 really heavy sticks and he felt really overburdened and overworked. And it's like, okay, cool. Now I have that information about this is where I'm at right now showing up in life, just like taking on too much And then I can ask the tarot deck another question. And what that looks like is I'll just hold the cards in my hand and be like, okay, what is the best next step for me now? Or what is the energy that can take me out of this and help me move past into finding a little bit more flow? And then I'll pull another card and see what card appears. And there might be like, you know, there might be some other card that kind of shows like Just some other form of symbolism. Say it's like two people coming together and connecting. And it's like, wow, I can like really talk to somebody about what I'm what I'm going through. Or, you know, just kind of using it as a conversation with ourselves and utilizing it as a conversation with spirit or the divine or our intuition or our higher self. And, you know, as we were talking about this, Kelly, we were talking about the topic of intuition and we're like, gosh, the word intuition itself is the way that I relate to it is that it's so synonymous for so many different things. It's the same thing as our higher self. It's the same thing as God. It's the same thing as spirit. It's And what I mean by that is just that, well, to derail a little bit, the way that I relate to life is that God, spirit, universe, whatever this force is that, you know, is bigger than us is is just the energy that's in all things and there's so much power in tapping into this energy and I believe that this energy exists within every single one of us and that is fully accessible to us in any given moment when we want to just close our eyes and just go inward. I think kind of this whole conversation around shutting down our intuition has us reaching outside of ourselves for the answer and even kind of like, not to shame religion, but some of the aspects of religion say that God is outside of ourselves. And the way that I relate to all of this really is that what our intuition is, it's pointing at the recognition that there is, like we are all little expressions of this source energy, God, whatever you want, however you want to relate to it. And we can tap into that like really powerful knowing just by going inside of ourselves and asking these questions. And that to me is what intuition is, is recognizing that we have the power inside of us to guide us every single step of the way.
1: We ultimately have all the answers. We
0: ultimately have all of the answers.
1: It's as simple as that.
0: <laughs> it's as simple as that. It's as simple as unraveling all of the things that say we need something outside of ourselves or that we need, you know, that we're not enough or that we don't know. You know, how many times do we go throughout the day saying, oh, I don't know. 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 <laughs> and it's like, well, maybe if we just take a quick sec, listen in, yeah. we might actually know. <laughs> or like ask yourself the question right. and wait for a response. Right. And yeah, so, yeah, learn to trust it.
1: I love that so much. And it does, like, I, I find that intuition like as my practice with it grows it does feel more synonymous with a lot of different things and it's also such a interesting experience because growing my relationship really is how I'm viewing it with my intuition is not only like helping connect me with myself but also with the greater world around me which I felt like it was something that I didn't necessarily expect to happen. And so it's, it's been a really fascinating ride over the past two years trying to like, unravel this for the first time. And again, uncover all of these layers of myself that ultimately, like you said, are always there, but really just covered up by a lot of things over the course of your life. And so
0: I don't know, it's been it's been like a beautiful but messy, messy ride. Totally. Gosh, I love that you spoke to kind of like, the interconnectedness that it brings in um, or how it has you feel more connected to the world around you. Because I feel like when we're tapped into our intuition, it's really this practice of like not being in our heads and just letting life come through us in a way. Like if you think about sometimes, sometimes we're in a conversation and we just feel called to mention something or talk about something. Mm -hmm. And then the other person is like, oh my God, that's so crazy. You just said that because I've been thinking about that all day, or I've been looking into that for weeks or whatever it is. I think that is really one of the biggest fruits of learning to trust our intuition is that it just, yeah, it connects us to people in this whole other way. (laughs) It's just like full flow. And, like what you said, it's it's something that's so subtle that it's so easy to look past it
1: or just to like dismiss it. Like I think a lot of people end up dismissing it of like, "Oh, it's just a coincidence or you know that just happened by chance or what have you. And it's like the more that I paid attention to it, the more that I'm like, no, like this this kind of happened, and there is some interconnectedness happening, like the other week, I had some free time and I just felt really called. I hadn't talked to a girlfriend in a while and she just immediately came on into my mind and I was like, I need to, I need to call her. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it right now. Like, and given that I'm six hours ahead in London and she's back in the United States, I was like, she's probably busy at work. She usually never answers during the middle of the work day, but I'm going to call her anyways. And I ended up FaceTiming her and she picked up and I could just tell that she was so sad and she was like yeah it's it's a really interesting timing that you just called because i really like need somebody and she is she was going through a breakup and it just felt like one of those moments that again is so easy to dismiss but looking back on it i'm like yeah that, there was a moment there of like interconnectedness where i felt really deeply called to reach out to a girlfriend that i hadn't chatted with in a while in a moment of time where like she needed someone to To have space.
0: So, wow. Gosh, I have, I had full chills all over my body hearing that. And I think it's like that is why it's so important for us to practice our intuition, like to practice building this muscle because there are so many things that could have come up kind of from that other voice that say, oh, Kelly, like, you know, she's working. Come on. Like, you don't need to call her right now. Or Mm -hmm. you haven't talked in a while. Maybe just send her a text or, Or like, oh, we'll do it later. There's so many things that come up that can stop us from just following that call. But like, wow, when we really learn to build that muscle of trust to the point where you're like, you feel that call and you're like, okay, I got to go through with it because like, because it's pointing at it. So there's no other way. (laughs) And I know that it, it always leads to something really fruitful. And then you lean in and do it and then receive the kind of validation from life and from your friend that's like wow this feels like magic thank you for following the call because I really need somebody right now that's that's everything
1: and I think it's the acknowledgement too like even after that call I kind of just sat there for a moment and I'm like I just tried to like marvel in the the weird synchronicities of life of like how that happens so seamlessly in a way and I think again this ladders back to what you said of just taking the moment to acknowledge and really see your intuition come into play and come full circle or to fruition in all these different beautiful ways because I also think an the acknowledgement of it is such a powerful piece like for me personally I feel like the more I acknowledge my intuition at play, the more I see it I see it happen throughout my life, and the more I see it like kind of bleed into all of these different aspects of my life where my intuition is growing stronger, and so it's it's really powerful to to see happen and to give it that space.
0: Gosh, yeah, that's so beautiful and what a testament to yeah, just like one. Being quiet enough to listen to that calling and to learning to trust it, trusting it, following through with that, and then seeing the reward that's on the other side. And like you said, it's one of those things that the more we notice it, the more that it happens, the more that we lean into it, the more magic comes through. And it's kind of this like beautiful process that propels itself into us following our intuition More and more and more. And so, for anybody who's just getting started on this journey of being like, wow, I totally don't think I'm listening to my intuition at all. First of all, I just want to say to you, it's not your fault. (laughs) And you're exactly where you need to be. And what a beautiful place to start, exactly right where you are. And it's not this big, hard journey. It's actually in the quiet, simple moments where we just ask ourselves a question and listen for the answer. And it isn't this big thing outside of ourselves. It's actually just really simple. And the more that we do it, the more that it grows and the more that it builds. And, um, the more we kind of get to experience the weird magic of interconnectedness that just happens. And yeah, I just want to say like, congratulations to you for for being here on this journey too because I think so many people live their whole lives without ever tuning into this or even recognizing that they've lived their whole lives in accordance to what somebody else said that they should be doing so just celebrating you right now wherever you're at on this journey and yeah I feel like we've I feel like we've tuned in girl I feel like we've touched on intuition How do you feel? Do you have any more shares about the power of intuition? Any last words?
1: I feel like I don't have much to add off of what you just said. I think it was so beautifully said. I would also say that in the beginning, it may be hard sometimes to sit, ask, try and listen feel frustrated because you feel like you're not really getting any guidance and then want to throw your hands up and kind of ditch it all together and so I would say patience goes a long way and also trust goes a long way Mm -hmm. that this is something that has always been with you and trusting that it will reveal itself in time and to just keep practicing and start noticing and also kind of similar to myself of don't be afraid to use tools as well. Like I love my tools um, to be able to kind of open up and explore further of how to connect to my intuition and just other parts of myself in general. And so I think the last thing that I can add is just to get curious, to be curious about what does connecting to my intuition want to feel and look and be like and can I try certain tools and see if that helps? And if it doesn't, then maybe try something else or keep going. It's like, it's a constant journey and it's okay. Like it's not, it doesn't need to be perfect or linear.
0: I couldn't agree more. was so beautifully said. (sighs) And with that, let's just all take a deep breath together. And I'd love to close this out with one moment for us to all feel into thinking about one word that we want to carry off into our week ahead. If it's just one intention of strengthening our intuition, or if it's just that one intention of having more compassion for ourselves along our process whatever that might be, just taking a moment to let that fill our hearts. And yeah, just closing out today's episode with one last deep breath together, breathing it in, feeling that intuition fill our space, and exhaling it out. All right. And Miss Kelly, where can they find us if they want to stay tuned in?
1: Yes. Connect with us on WellWell well Podcast and our personal handles are Bailey Amber and Kelly Stuckler. And if you try any of these practices or it's something that you're currently on the journey of, like please reach out. Please talk to us. We would love to hear your story. We would love to chat with you about it. So know that our doors are always open for you
0: absolutely and we'd love to just celebrate you on this journey
1: yes all right and thank you we will see you next time see
0: you next time bye everyone
1: thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode as this is a fully self-funded podcast any love and support you can show by leaving a review on apple podcasts would be so greatly appreciated to connect and stay in the loop Please follow along through Instagram on Well Well Podcast. Until next time.